and accept him as Lord and Savior by singing a simple prayer. We kind of know what you need to say, so if you'd like to repeat it after us and really mean it, he'll come live right in your heart, and he'll be your Savior. By saying, Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Forgive me for all that I've done wrong. Forgive me for all that I've done wrong. Wash me in your blood. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I commit my whole life unto you. I commit my whole life unto and you. Baptize me and baptize me in the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God loves you a whole lot. If you said that prayer, you're now a child of God. Jesus has become your Savior, your Lord, your God. He lives inside of you, and you're going to have an awesome journey. Yes, you, you'll go through some things. It's not going to be uh, tiptoeing through the tulips, but, uh, you know, God will be with you all the way uh, because now you are a child of the living God. Get into the Bible every day of your life and get into a Bible-believing church. Don't forget, I do have a book, and that's called uh, Melodies of Revenge. Call that number, 318-715-3174. If you'd like to have it free, just leave me your address, and I'll send it to you free. That's 318-715-3174. Call Melodies of Revenge. It's all about music, and I'd like to send it to you free. 318-715-3174. God bless you all, folks, and we're coming back at you with another highly controversial topic. Bye-bye. This is KAYT. Gina, Alexandria. This is Gospel Radio at its very best. 88.1. K-A-Y-T. Praising the Lord. Come on, church. Make some noise in this place. Greeting. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
First of all, and all obedience to God Almighty, we thank God today for this occasion. We're gracious to him for just sparing our life today to be here together, together. Uh, maybe somebody in here today just take this to all our guests, all the people coming together, just take it as something just happened. But what God did, he draws. If we lift him up, he'll draw. And that, that, that's what it takes from us to lift the name of the Lord Jesus up and he'll draw. If he don't draw, the church can't grow. If God don't draw, the family can't grow. The church starts in the family and then spreads. And we're just gracious to God today. All of you that has come today, I just want to acknowledge a few people here, and I, it's essential that I do that. Uh, first of all, acknowledge our Grand Marshal, Coach Estes, would you stand, please? I'm not, just stand up, sir. You're all American. Every year, he went first place in state, weightlifting. That's an honor. That's telling me the integrity within him, he spread it abroad and building up that kingdom. We thank God for you, my brother. <clears throat> then we have other city officials here, uh, councilmen and officials of the city of Alexandria, Brother Joe Fuller, Brother Jules Green, Brother Jack Hinton, uh, Oliver Overton, Grand Marshal, Coach Estes, our Grand Marshal. There's any more officials here today? I'd like to acknowledge you. We don't want to overlook you because what I'm, my point is today that I'm going to show you that we are family regardless of what you do. Amen. Regardless of what you do or what you say, you're still a family member. Yes. Now, you may not be on that ship. <laughs> may not be on that ship, but you're still part of the family. Amen. See, if you be reminded, now, everybody wasn't on the ship. But when the ship got afloat, they was hollering, open the door. Just like God gave Peter the keys to the kingdom, he didn't give no keys out this time. He locked it himself. So if you're not ready today, you better start trying to get ready. You heard the politician, you heard the people that's in the office trying to support us and make us greater than we are now. Uh, I want you to also, the, the legendary that God left with us, and I want you to support Jeff Hall. Amen. Support Jeff Hall. Regardless of what you feel about me, I don't care. Amen. Support Jeff Hall. Yes. It don't make no sense at all. We 64% are better black people in this city, and we can't even get a black man. Don't make no sense. Say what you want. It really don't matter with me what you say. And I want to acknowledge the leaders of the whole country. I want to acknowledge the leaders of the whole country today. Reverend Baker, Reverend Terry, Reverend Baggett, Reverend Coleman, Reverend West, Reverend Basil Smith, Reverend Charles R. Carter, Reverend Welch, Reverend the character, both character, Reverend characters, and uh, Pastor Lair's wife, Sharon Lair, Pastor Roosevelt Lair's wife. We thank God for you today. And all, anybody else, minister, we left. Oh, my brother. God help us. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. 
Reverend Tenner. That's my buddy anyway. He is singing preacher there. Yeah, we thank God for me. And all the other ministers of the gospel, sister, stand up, stand up. Let me see you. Let me see you. Sister Honoré, Sister Grace, huh? Who else? Sister Edna, Sister Ligon, Carrollton. Y'all stand up, man. I want to ignite. We're talking family today. We ain't talking no foolish. We're talking family. The family is made up even, well, we'll get to it in a minute. We thank God for y'all. May be seated. Before I read the scripture, I just want to look at a few history times. Uh, first of all, a family, a group of persons related by marriage and blood ties and generally living together in the same household, a family. In ancient time, ancient world, in the ancient world, the extended family could include any or all of the following relationship. First, the man and his wife or wives. Don't get offended. I went in the history book and got it, so don't get offended by he's saying something. I didn't make this up, it's already there. His wives, his wife, and his Y'all, y'all don't, don't get ugly now. Solomon has 700 of them. I'm just telling you what the book says. So a lot of times we get too religious around here, and that hurts me. We get so religious we can't even stomp our feet no more. Everybody want to find a fault. And I'm telling you about the family. It ain't like your family ain't going to stay together unless they agree. You got to agree to stay together. And then he had his concubines his female slave, his sons and unmarried daughters, the wives of the sons, the grandchildren, aged parents and grandparents, others living in the same home was considered part of the family. Let me lead this on you. Dogs, horses, cows was considered part of the family. The lambs, the hard-headed goats, and we still got some goats. <laughs> Slaves or strangers who attracted or attacked themselves to the family was part of the family too. Anybody that came in and stayed a while, seen sufficiency to come into a family, they was part of the family. You know, today, and, and, and I must say this, I must say this, you know, today, well, we so divided with, I'm, I'm just telling you now, if you, if you ain't strong, hold on to the pew. We, we, we divided with racism, no, well, no, don't say racism, blackness, whiteness, redness, blueness. It has divided the church in that city. There has no business. We, he that is in me is greater than he that's in the whole world. And if I got Jesus living inside of me, why I got special people? I don't need no special people. All y'all my family. Well, preacher up there talking crazy. No, it ain't. Since the boat, I ain't heard God make no journey since the boat. When we got on the ship, all the people that wasn't on the ship was destroyed. And after Ham, Shem, hold your seats, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, and the dad and them got off the, off the boat, these are people that 
the reason you're here today. They multiply and replenish the whole earth. That's why you're here today. It's just the people's on the ship who multiply and replenish this earth. And we done made it just like Colin Kaepernick. Everybody done lied on him and got it to unbelievers, people that ain't saved. They going around here lying on Colin Kaepernick, and he did something that is in Christ. It was profiting in Christ. He kneeled down and said, I hope they stop shooting people. That's all he said, shooting people. And now they done got it, everything. He's unpatriotic and all that old foolishness. They, they, they don't have no brains. I'm, I'm bold with mine. They ain't got no brains. That man kneel and sit down, whatever. That's him. That's the way he do. Let him do it. If he ain't doing nothing to you. Leave him alone. In Genesis, a man was to be the husband of one wife and was to leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife forever. God help you, young men. Young men. Is there any in here today? The scriptures say, leave your father and mother. Some of us thought we was men, jumped out there too quick. Then we came back and said, Lord, I'm sorry I did it. The Bible tells me before a man builds, let him first count up the cost. See, can he go through it or not? Because in, in Becker's Valley, it's a lot of hard trials and tribulations, y'all. We're talking about families today. Before you say, I do, you ask, do you do, huh? <laughs> the family was designed by God, and God approved and sanctioned it through himself. In Matthew uh, 19, 4 through 6. And he says something here, and I, I want to read it to you, tonight. Matthew 19, 4 through 6. And he said, And he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made what? Male and female. And said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be what? One flourish. Wherefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What, therefore, God has joined together, let not, not man put what? Asunder. It's too much of that, people. These little, I call them little tomes or these animals or whatever you call them. They're going around here messing with you, trying to tell you how to live your family, and they ain't got no family. You got to watch that. They're trying to counsel you and they ain't got nobody. They're telling you how to live and they ain't living nothing. You got to agree in one in order to see, the brother said earlier, about the unity of the Spirit of God. It'll keep all of us until death do us part. God help us. Help us, Lord. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. Watch this now. Be ye not unequal yoke together with what? Unbelievers. For what the fellowship, for what fellowship have righteousness 
with unrighteousness. And what communion have light with darkness? None at all. Swift, you, 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 you don't know what you're saying. Well, I got that out the book. I got that out the book. If you looking for a wife, first of all, God forgive me, you need to get real. You need to get saved first. Because we easily always find fault in somebody else. You go get a wife and she's saved and then you in the street, it ain't going to work out. Are you you saved and she in the street, it ain't going to work out. If Unequal yoke. See, the, the, the Jews didn't want nobody else marrying the family. They ain't just talking about the immediate family, but the whole Jewish tribe. Jews made half of the stuff in the Bible. The Jews wrote them laws. Jesus brought grace and truth. He didn't say, he said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. So he didn't do away with it. He just fulfilled it through Jesus Christ, through the blood, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He made it whole. Then guess what he did? He brought the family back together. Adam separated. Oh, Lord, y'all don't want me to say it. just hit my mind. Adam all the fruits of the garden. But that tree right there in the midst of the garden, uh-huh. leave it alone. Yes, sir, Lord. Yes, sir. Adam was obedient to God. Let's tell the truth. He was obedient according to the Bible. But then Satan tempted Eve. And Eve come to Adam and said, Adam, honey. Oh, baby. You ought to taste this fruit here. And he almost bit a thing off. <laughs> what he did, we got to watch ourselves. But don't just look at this. Look at Samson. Look at Samson. Look at Judah, the tribe that Jesus come through. His daughter-in-law start twisting and looking good. Hi there. He had twins, Bob. His daughter-in-law. Y'all, well, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't read that. It's in there. It's in the Bible. Well, we thank God today. I, I just want to share with you. And a family that can't laugh sometimes, I tell them in the church, you just get rid of me. If you can't smile with me and laugh sometimes and high-five me, you don't need me because that's my nature. These Christians go around here like this. Don't speak to nobody. Don't talk to nobody. They too high class to look. I don't want them around me. If you that hold a gift around me. Because as long as I'm in this body here, I'm supposed to fellowship with you. Now when I leave, get caught up, I ain't got to worry about you. And when I meet God in the air, he going to quicken me. I'm going to be 100% all spirit. I won't thank evil. I can't do no evil no more. I can't be sick no more. I, 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 anything that wasn't according to the will of God, I can't be it no more. 
we got to practice that on earth. Let my will be done in, on earth as it is where? Well, why we don't start practicing the family? I'm trying to hold the family together now. I'm trying to show you the principle. In the fifth chapter of St. Matthew, it tells us how we, my, our mind got to be. Fifth chapter of Matthew tells us how our mind got to be. I told them how we got to greet each other, love each other. There shouldn't be nobody in this church can walk by another brother or sister and don't at least shake their hand or speak to them or something. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Male or female. And if you're so weak, you can't go help. Hug a lady in the church, any lady in the church, and keep, can't keep your sanity. You need to get on the outside until you recuperate and get the power of God living in you. Satan, God gave us the Holy Ghost family. God gave us the Holy Ghost to go through Becker's Valley. He gave us the power of the Holy Ghost. I can go anywhere I want, and you can't contaminate me. I'm going to be tempted. I'm going to be bumped. I'm going to be bruised, but you can't hurt me. It's sickening to me. We, as Christians and believers in Christ, we hung up in a wall in some kind of little room or something, scared to come out to my the devil is going to get me. Well, you ain't been got by God if the devil going to get you. Why would he send the Holy Ghost and say, this is your comforter? He going to be with you. He won't leave you. And I done claimed and received Jesus as Lord and Savior. And here I'm scared to go outside the house. Something wrong with that Holy Ghost you got. Tell him I say this. I can back it up. Tell him I say this. I can't talk to you because you're a young, pretty lady. And the church start hollering about, oh, real fool with that little young girl. You need to fool with her. Maybe you'll learn some sense. The Lord tell me, I don't know what he say to y'all, but the Lord tell me I have no respect of a person. All of you, my sons and my daughters, that's what he said. We covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I don't understand scary Christians. Maybe because I was an outlaw when I was young. And I ain't had sense enough to be scared. And maybe that held on to me. I don't know. But it don't make no sense. We feel with God's power, but we can't go nowhere. I'm finna make you mad now, some of you preachers especially. I'm filled up with the power of God, and just because I go to the Pentagon, you're going to start talking about me. The Paragon. Y'all know what I'm saying. My God, my God. Now, I gave you an introduction. We're almost through now. We're almost through. In, in the Psalms number 133, Psalm 133, and I want you all to hear this. Maybe somebody on the other side over there, they need to hear this. They need to hear this. If I'm black, watch this. If I'm white, if I'm rich, if I'm poor, if I'm sick, if I'm well, watch what this word says. Behold, I think that means look, don't it? Behold how good and how pleasant 
It is for brethren to dwell together in unity. God honor us when we can come together with one accord, one mind, one spirit. God honor that and make God get up. Just like Stephen, when Stephen was preaching, Stephen was up there preaching and the people were beating on him. Trying to biting on him. And he wouldn't back up. I guess he was hard-headed like me. Stephen wouldn't back up. And they was killing him, beating him so bad they was killing him according to the scriptures. They was killing him. He was dying. But in the stuff that was planted inside of him made him look up. All the help I need. He looked up and said, Lord, don't lay this charge to him. And God had already went in his eternal rest. He already was in it. Nowhere prophesied or nothing that he was going to get up. But Jesus was saving him a dying. Jesus stood up. Stretched with his hand. Took the sting out of Stephen's death. Stephen died in peace. He died in joy. He died in holiness. That's what we got to be. That's why he's trying to show us through family. Family, we something special. When Peter got saved, he was outlawed too. Cuss, raise hell. You ever seen any of them in the church? Oh, don't you? What? You ain't never seen no hell raisers in the church? Lord, help me, G. Where y'all been? I'm still a youngster. I've seen plenty of them. God has provided, and I want you to hear this. God has provided that we be in peace with all men, if it's possible to be so. So when I come to you, I want to make sure that I've done everything humanly possible, humanly possible to get along with you, baby. Everything in humanity to get along with you. You ain't did me nothing. Because you got $10 and I got one. I ain't jealous of you. I'm going to come to you and ask you how you got the other nine. That's what he say Christians got to be. The only time I get 30 cents more than you, you mad at me, your mind, mouth stuck out, you're ugly. Uh-uh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're working together with Christ. We got to have the same mind Jesus got. How many times in the Bible, y'all tell the truth, how many times in the Bible Jesus raised hell with people? Even now, I tell you what he did get on them, think they were smart. Them folks thought he was smart. He said, Woe be unto you, scribe me a Pharisee. Y'all wishing me with the lips, but your heart is far from me. Got a lot of them in the day, huh? God wants to be united together. The army that ran down Aaron Beard, precious army. God still got some armor today. And what it does, that glory of God begin to run from your head to your toe. What you mean from your head to I don't see no oil. Yes, it is. The oil of the spirit. And your mind is focused on Jesus. 
Let this mind be in you, what was also where in Christ. In other words, God wants us to think just like Jesus. We his children. He told me you heirs and journeyers with Jesus. Well, who are you gonna listen to? Trump or Jesus, huh? Come on now, let's be real. Let's be real. We got to give ourselves, submit ourselves to Christ. Their family members can't get along. Oh, Lanier, shut up. Their members and families can't get along right now. But the cure of it, the cure to it, find Jesus. And he'll start working on you. And let me tell you what. You know how mother and daddy used to take them belt stitching cards, gin belts, sticks, switches, and lay it on us, and we'd we be good as long as they seen us. But when we get brown, we had to catch another whooping again every time. Well, let me tell you this. Jesus got a belt that you can't see, Sister Edna. He got a belt you can't see, but I promise you, you can feel it. Y'all believe me? You can feel it. You can feel it. Let me run because uh, we they got some food over there. Y'all smell it. Y'all getting excited already. Uh, we're almost through, y'all. We're almost through. God bless you. I just had to share this. We, we need to know what a family is. We need to know how we're supposed to function. We need to know how we're supposed to love one another. We need to acquire love. I got to brag on you. Y'all son. I like that. I like that. Your son. In Ephesians 4th chapter, beautiful chapter. That's why I say, I could have just got them gave the benediction because the deacon and the preacher already preached the same thing I'm saying. <laughs> Lord, help us, Jesus. Ephesians 4, start with verse 3, it says something about, uh, it says something about, uh, see, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Good God Almighty. Watch this. You don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who I am. Well, you don't need to know. Live in peace. Go out of your way to make peace with your brethren. We in the same church. We ain't got no business arguing. We're in the same house. We ain't got no business cussing. Oh, I forgot. Church folks don't cuss, right? I'm, y'all help me today. I'm learning. I'm learning, Reverend Tim. I'm learning. Endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit. What spirit? God's spirit, not your spirit. Because your spirit had to die to get renewed in God's spirit. It had to die. So I'm not forgetting those things which are behind me. I'm pressing forward to the mark of a high calling in God through Christ Jesus. Jesus is going to work it for me. I just got to submit my will to his will. And he's going to work everything out. Right. Now watch what it say. There is one, how many? One body, one spirit. Even as you're calling, one hope of your calling. Watch this. Every preacher up here, every preacher here in this place, God telling the same thing too. 
We just got different administrative gifts, different positions, but he's saying the same thing. And I can't stand him when these preachers get up there and lie in God's house and say, the Spirit told me to do this. The Word already told you what to say. Go by the Word. That's why the devil can trick some of us. We're talking about what the Spirit say. And for God, the Spirit just back up what the Word say. The Spirit the one give the Word. Everybody that God gave to write a scripture, he, 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 he inspired them to write that. And what he did, he fixed it where nobody else can talk to him. I tell people all the time, they think I'm off. I say, Matthew had to call John to come and help him to write the book, or Matthew. You see, we, we, don't, we bad understanding. We got bad understanding. I'm trying to get you together now. We all got to have the same mind. John ain't called Matthew. God talked to Matthew, huh? Mark. He didn't call Mark. He didn't call Matthew. We don't understand what's going on. We're going with all this foolishness. Instead of getting the word, stand on the word, stand in the word. Even look, what does the apostle say? I am now ready. After he really received, got anchored in the word, I am now ready to be offered up the time of my departure. He said, hey, I'm ready now. You kill me if you want to, but I'm going to stand on the word. Stephen died on the word, in the word, by the word. And God received him into his kingdom. One law, one faith, one baptism, huh? And see, you got one God, father of all of us, who is above all of us. Is that true? Say so he above all of us and, huh? and the ones that have received, he worked through all of us and he's in everyone that believes. He's in everyone that believes and love his appearance. He's right there, just so joyful, so peaceful. And it, I must say this, and I'm bragging on myself. I'm bragging on myself now what I'm going to say. I don't care who you are. Say what you want to me. There was a time when you couldn't say what you want. But since Jesus came and received me in his life, you say what you want to me. I got sense enough now to know to walk off and to ignore you. Because I'm too old for foolishness now. I can't take that no more. Preacher told me once a little young boy was arguing, wanting to bristle up to him to fight him. He told his boy these words. I'm, this is a living witness. He told the boy, little boy, I mean, the boy just wanted to jump up and whoop. Oh, man, I'll do this, that, and other. He said, son, go ahead about your business now. I'm an old man now. I can't fight no more. And the boy said, I'll just tell you of stuff like that. But he said some words I can't say in church. So the old man said, son, go ahead. He was 66 years old. He said, go ahead, son. I can't fight no more. The boy just bristled and started pushing on him. He pulled out something called pistol. Pulled out something called pistol. And you should have seen that young man running. If you acknowledge God and don't let the devil bring you back to where you were, God will work it out for you. But if you try to work it out for yourself, it ain't going to work. Let, let me hear up and start. Coming to a close right here. The seventh verse says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to what? 
the measure of the gift of Christ. God know what we need, know what we can handle, know when we can handle and how we can handle. He already know that. But look, you, you, you got to walk by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith, not by sight. He didn't give all of us the same gift. If he gave all of us the same gift, the church would have been stalemated. Wouldn't have no power, no authorities, and nothing. But what he gave each one of us a gift. Now, all these preachers up here, we all got different gifts in the spirit of God. That's, that's what makes the church strong. We got to get together. Do you not know? Oh, I'm from these preachers in here. I'll run and lock up in the office in a minute. Listen to this. We got to all agree in one. Ladies, too. I'm talking about y'all, too. We got to all agree in one. If we don't agree, how can we stand before you and try to tell you how to live and we can't even get along? Y'all seen us see the preachers cussing and hollering and shooting and everything. And, and then, look, we can't get along. The way I see it is this. You ain't saved. I know people don't want me to say that, but you ain't saved. Right in hell and all that, you ain't saved. Because saved people, don't, they follow after Christ. That's why I say this. I'm close. I ain't getting on y'all, you politician. If you don't know the Lord, you ain't got no business in no seat governing people. Same thing applies to me. If I don't know and I'm telling you a lie or something, y'all don't need me up here. Because I'm destroying the church. I'm breaking the family up. Isn't that, we just about there. We just about there, y'all. 13th verse of that same chapter. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Watch this. Unto a perfect man, a mature man, a strong man, a man of God mind, a man that worked with God, interrelated with God. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. You don't jump up and get saved today and, and tomorrow you're still cussing. They don't want me to say that, though. But I know. I've been through the jungle. I know what I'm saying. I'm running around here talking about I'm saved and I'm still young. And if you share me too hard, I'm. The Bible tells me, shun the very appearance of evil. So I got to know how to walk away so I can stay. Huh? You know what I'm saying? And the final verse is said that we henceforth be no more children. Watch this. I said it earlier. Tossed to and fro. Watch this. If this man preaching a gospel, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out like it go. This man up here preaching a gospel and hear you in the Bible thumbing to see if he's wrong or not. That's so pitiful, it's a shame. He preaches something, and you in the Bible trying to contradict him, and you're supposed to be a Christian? How you going to do that? We're supposed to agree in one. If he's preaching, if it's not in the word of God, leave it to me. He won't get up there no more. You understand what I'm saying? He won't get up there no more. I promise you that. He won't get up no more. If he ain't in the word, it got to be in the word. Just like I get up and say, line on line, precept by precept. If he ain't doing that, he won't get up here no more. He might go somewhere else. He won't get here. That's why I study the word. 
So first of all, I have the word in me that I can tell you about it. He said that we henceforth be no more cheering, tossed to and fro. That people in the church running around in the church, whispering in people's ears, trying to tell them that ain't dang right, this ain't right, that ain't right, this ain't right, you don't know this, he don't know. His people tell, tell y'all, you ain't going to say it because I ain't going to whoop nobody. <coughs> Smith think he's something. He think he know everything. People do that. Folks done told me. He think he know everything. But I don't know everything. I'm going to confess to you today. I am a servant of Jesus. I'll take the low level any day. If you want me to be a shoeshine boy at the church, I shine shoes. But I ain't going to stop preaching. But I shine shoes. And I ain't going to let nobody's shoes be shining in mine. That's just the kind of person I am. I'm going to have the best shine in the church. Yeah, I ain't got to come up here. I don't have to be up here. You put me down a shiny shoe, I'll do it. And I'm going to do it while I'm shining say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Make sure I stay a verse. And okay, okay, y'all, y'all. I'm trying to make you a little more hungry. We got plenty of food over there. It's all tossed to and fro by the slaggers of men. Every wind of doctor, you let them, people say all kind of silly stuff to you. And you be wondering and ain't sure of yourself, just get your Bible and read it. Get your Bible and read it and make sure he's right. And then when you get him off to the side when ain't nobody there, let him show it to him in the scripture. Don't you get in this church like you get in this church. You ain't, ain't nobody in this church got no business. If I say something, I'm reading the scripture, say something about the scripture. There's nobody in this church. One of God don't knock your heartstring out if you do it. Nobody in this church got no right to get up and try to reprimand me before this congregation. The, the way you do that, if I'm out of order, you get me off to myself and tell me about it. If I don't repent, you can bring me before the church. There's a lot of folks don't know what Jesus said. A lot of don't know what Jesus said. We handle things, well, up the chairman of the deacon board, and this is the way it goes. And Reb, you better be careful what you preach. I'll put you out of church. And know what that tell me? The one that's telling me that ain't in church and don't know the Lord. That's what, that's what it's telling me. Because Jesus sent me to all the world. Go out there and bring people. Not disciples. Go get unlearned people. Go get people that ain't never been saved in life. Go get people that, what, what, can I make it clear? The Bible says this. When they, he's, they want to go to others and get other people, this is what the Bible says. Say, go get the remnants of Israel first before you go anywhere else. Go get my children first and get, bring them back to the house of God before you get anybody else. And then he'll empower us and breathe on us and touch us and anoint us that when we go out there, we can bring others that they come to church and be trained. We got to train folks. I promise you, half the preachers in the United States don't know how to even pour water in a cup. Because they ain't been trained. They know the scripture, but they ain't been trained. It's a, it's a certain way you got to handle it. And then, look, y'all say, Smith, I get upset. I ain't no better than nobody in this place. I get upset, but when I get upset, my mind tells me, say, all right. So you got to be a witness. Hold your peace. Go on about your business. Because if you raise hell with the people, they're going to leave, and they may not ever get saved in life no more. 
They may die after they leave out of the church. You might fall dead, and then all that's to your hand. So I, what I have to do is be very careful how I speak to people. When I speak, I ought to have it where you can see what I'm saying. And I shouldn't leave you without understanding. If I preach something, I preach a word, you should know it. Just like I know it. If you don't know it, what I say, go get this Bible and study it. When you leave here, that's the way we do. Go get your book and just study it. And when you, when you find it, read it over and over and over. And then you just, all you do is come to me and say, look. So you knucklehead, we ask you, you did tell the truth. I'm satisfied. Maybe somebody today. Maybe somebody right now. And, and listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. We're talking about salvation now. We had altar prayer already. We're talking about salvation. If there's anybody, we're talking about coming 